Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Inihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host Azra, and following our season 6 theme of working in Japan, we're going to give you some job hunting tips today. This is a continuation of our first episode, Best Jobs for Foreigners in Japan. So if you haven't checked that one out yet, well, you know what to do. So, when you've already decided what kind of job you'd like to land, the next step is to find and apply for them. The thing is, while Japan is becoming more and more foreigner-friendly, it's still not quite there yet. There are a few things that still very much Japanese-y and have got to go with their flow, when in Rome and all that. So despite the extra hurdles for us gaijins, it's still a job market that's brimming with opportunities. But it doesn't hurt to know a few ways that can make the job hunting and job applying processes a bit more seamless, eh? We're going to give you 5 tips today, as well as a few useful vocabulary words. Keep your ears tuned! The first tip to job hunting in Japan is the golden ticket to any job. The resume. Prepare your resume to perfection. The thing is, you don't only need an English resume, but also a Japanese resume. This is Rurekusho in Japanese, which translates to Japanese CV. You'll need this for any and all types of job applications. The Rurekusho has your past education and professional experience listed, just like a normal resume. My background is in the arts, so the way I do my resumes are usually a little more creative. Don't do that when you're applying for a job in Japan. Even if you're applying for some crazy artsy job, it's best to attach a brief and standard layout one. This applies to both your English and Japanese resumes. There's also another document on top of that, but this one is only when you have had full-time work experience, and that's Shokumu Keirakisho. This one goes into more detail of your past work experience and the skills you've gained from the positions you had. This is where you should really show your professional self off. Search online for examples of a standard Rirakisho and Shokumu Keirakisho. They're pretty consistent, so finding a template should be simple enough. This also applies when you're Tenshoku Suru or changing jobs. Be sure your resume is up to date too. Let's quickly recap the vocab, shall we? Rirakisho, Japanese CV or resume. Shokumu Keirakisho, Japanese CV for those who have had full time work experience. Tenshoku Suru, to change jobs. Our second tip has got to do with the services of a recruiting company. Of course, there's nothing wrong with searching for jobs by yourself. In fact, you definitely should do it anyway. But you can also expand your options by using a recruiter. The thing is, if you do choose to use a recruiting service, choose wisely. Getting a high-quality one versus one that's not as good can be quite the world of difference. And you don't even have to fork out so much money at all. Some of them are even free. So, getting the help of a recruiter can save you quite a bit of time and also locate harder to find job opportunities for you. All of that while you still remain employed with your current company. And plus, if your recruiter has a nice heart, they might even give you some career, jogen, or advice. Now, the thing about recruiting services is that it might not be as worthwhile for first-time job seekers. Entry-level positions are rarely offered through these recruitment firms. If you have a specific set of skills, like coding or engineering, you'll probably have better chances at success. Find one that specializes in what you're looking for. Bigger doesn't mean better. Sometimes, a small recruitment firm has strong connections in your field and are able to match you better with the jobs you're looking for. Once you've gotten your resume all set up, your recruiter might ask you to send it over so they can shigoto ni obusuru, apply for jobs, for you. And you just have to sit back, relax, and wait for the opportunities to come your way. Now, for a quick vocab recap. Jogen, advice, shigoto, job, obosuru, to apply for. 
By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy, and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've aced. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? The third tip when it comes to job hunting in Japan is to not try to fit in. We're foreigners and we shouldn't try to be otherwise. The rigmarole of applications and interviews for Japanese new graduates, or shinsotsu in Japanese, is pretty useless for non-Japanese applicants. So there really is no point trying to fit into that traditional mold. Unfortunately, Japanese applicants and foreign applicants aren't processed the same way. If it's a full-on Japanese company, there's a high chance you probably won't be able to land the position even if you dress and act the part. Unless you've lived in Japan your whole life, or say katsu in Japanese, which you'd then be hired to provide diversity, it's just a separate hiring process altogether for foreigners. The best way to job hunt is to look for companies that aren't the most conventional. From international and travel-related ones to quirky businesses like startups and the creative industry, they're your best chances for new arrivals, as well as for those transitioning from the standard English teaching position. Basically, any company that already has a bit of taiyose diversity already in their teams is a good place to start. Let's quickly recap the vocab, shall we? Shinsotsu, new graduates. Seikatsu, life. Taiyose, diversity. Moving on to our fourth tip for job hunting in Japan, and that is to not be surprised when Japanese companies ask for your deepest, darkest secrets. The thing is, Japanese companies want to know everything. And I mean everything. Some of you guys are like me and leave your middle school and high school reikishi history out of your resume. But be prepared for them to ask for them. You'll get the standard questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Or what are your ambitions? All that fun stuff. But you'll also get asked about your marital status. Any children currently or in the foreseeable future? Family and what they think about you being away in Japan? These questions, or shitsumon in Japanese, are all fair game in the job hunting process in Japan. Of course, if you don't feel comfortable answering them, use phrases like so desu ne to mean that's correct and skushi chikaimasu to mean that's not exactly right, all the while smiling your life away. Oh, and you have anything futsu denai, not normal, or mezurashi, unusual, prepare some kind of explanation. Say you have a year gap that's not accounted for or attended a few different schools, or didn't stay in companies for very long. These are just some things that will get their attention. But don't worry, even if you don't fit the position of a Japanese company's ideal image, try your best to smile, nod, and assure them that everything is absolutely a-okay with you. They're pretty linear and strict about what one should expect in life, like a life ladder of that sorts. Let's quickly recap the vocab, shall we? Rekishi, history. Shitsumon, question. Futsu denai, not normal. Mezurashi, unusual. Last but not least, our fifth tip for job hiding in Japan is to be critical of the companies you're applying for. 
I know that some of us can get quite desperate to land a job and quickly move to Japan, but don't panic. Relax, there's always a shu shokukuchi job opening in Japan. It's not great if you rush into accepting a job offer and know nothing about the company. Here's a secret that's not really a secret but more of a universal truth. If, during the interview process, they're not treating you the best, chances are they're not going to be treating you that great either once you're in the office. If they're only hiring you because of your ego skills, then you might end up just being an in-house translator for emails, press release and other official documents. Companies, or kaisha in Japanese, that are more flexible and open-minded is the way to go. Foreign-run or tourism-related companies, as mentioned before, are probably one of the best opportunities can get in Japan. I'd advise to skip the whole traditional shusha, trading companies. They're all still pretty old school, in the sense of hierarchy, long hours, and just general work etiquette. We'll get into that later in the season. But for now, we'll just recap the vocab we mentioned. Shushokukuchi, job opening. Kaisha, company. Shosha, trading company. I might have put in some scary insight of the work culture here, but shinpai shinaide, it really isn't as bad as it sounds. I've only ever worked in a foreign-run company in Japan, and my experience was nothing short of fantastic. Tip number five is extremely important, like I said. Which tip do you think is the most important? Tell us your thoughts by commenting on social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, head over to the Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on topics like these some more. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, pop on to the official website, nihongomaster.com, to learn more. While you're at it, why not get yourself a subscription? Get a head start on your Nihongo journey with Nihongo Master. And thank you so much for listening in. Join me in the next one, where I'll be walking you down the avenue of Japan's rich culture. Mata ne!